All right, let's try that. Good morning. You can laugh, that's fine. Um, I'm supposed to be betraying uh, Abraham Lincoln this morning. I've been doing that for uh, a month now. And so I had was yesterday. But I'm going to do something now that Abraham Lincoln did. He kept all of his notes in his top hat. So can I discard this now? Thank you. Obviously, uh, I was not born during the 1800s. But the uh, truth of the matter is, when, when, when I was trying to figure out who to, how, what to bring on Decade Sunday, I, I, there was nobody good in my night. I can think of any. But anyway, so I picked on Abraham Lincoln. All right? Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. That we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. That is part of the Gettysburg Address, the beginning and the end of it. By the way, there were five copies of the Gettysburg Address. And three of them uh, had God in them. The other two did not. Uh, this is interesting to me. Abraham Lincoln never belonged to a church. He never did. But he read the Bible every single day. And yet he was never part of a church. He practiced law without a degree. He only went to school for eight years. 18 months. 18 months? How about 18 years plus? Okay? 18 months of formal schooling. He didn't drink, smoke, or chew. Lincoln was a man of simple taste. He was a big animal lover, uh, but he would not hunt or fish. If he were alive today, Lincoln would be uh, running an animal shelter. Lincoln kept his important documents inside his hat. His dog's name was Fido, that's original, and his cat's name was Tabby. Yay, all right. And uh, also, one thing that, that I failed to mention, I was going to do that and forgot, but uh, later on in his uh, presidency, he uh, wore that same top hat and it had a bullet hole in it. And somebody tried to kill him before he was actually killed. Anybody kept the room wearing the same hat. I thought that was kind of cool. I like this. This is what Abraham Lincoln said. Whatever woman may cast her lot with mine, 
should any ever should any ever do so it is my intention to do all in my power to make her happy and contented and there is nothing i can imagine that would make me more unhappy than to fail in this effort i like abraham lincoln as a young store clerk abraham caught his mistake he charged someone four cents too much and so he took those four pennies and walked several miles to return those four pennies. And thus the name Honest Abe came to be his name. Even though he did not like that name, that's what it was. I'm going to take from that part of Abraham Lincoln's life. And that is honesty. Honesty with God. Honesty with ourselves. There are going to be a few new concepts here this morning, so hang on, please. Honesty with God. You may not like what I'm about to say, but here we go. God is concerned about the problem of lying. Proverbs 12:22. The Lord hates every liar, but He is the friend of all who can be trusted. Proverbs 6 and 16 through 19. There are six or seven kinds of people the Lord doesn't like. Those who are too proud or tell lies or murder. Those who make evil plans or are quick to do wrong. Those who tell lies in court or stir up trouble in the family. Revelation 21 8. We're going to talk about this a little bit later. Also. But those who are full of fear and without faith the unclean, the takers of life, those who do, do the sins of the flesh, those who make use of evil powers or who give worship to images, and all those who are false will have their part in the sea of ever-burning fire, which is the second death. And then John 8, 44, Jesus talked to a group of people and he said, your father is the devil and you do exactly what he wants. He has always been a murderer and a liar. There's nothing truthful about him. He speaks on his own. And everything he says is a lie. Not only is he a liar himself, but he's also the father of all lies. And that translation says, when he says that what is false is natural to him, for he is false and the father of what is false. Is God concerned about you and me telling a lie? Yeah. He is. Do we have a problem with it? Yes, we do. You need to be shaking your hands like this. Every one of us do. Many Christians do not look on lying as a grievous sin that it is. But I'm just going to be honest with you this morning. There are people here who wouldn't consider attending an X-rated movie. But they will lie at the drop of a hat. Some don't mind misleading others in the name of good business. A store manager overheard his clerk tell a customer. Uh, and he said, no ma'am, 
We haven't had any for a long time. And it doesn't look like we're going to get any soon. Horrified, the manager came out there where the clerk was talking to the customer and said, ma'am, we've got an order. And we don't have it now, we've got an order. It's coming soon. So he took the clerk aside and he said, don't you ever, ever tell me, let me listen to me, don't you ever tell any customer that we can't get it. But tell them that the order is coming. And then the manager says, now what was it she wanted anyway? And the clerk said, rain. Husbands lie to the wives. Wives lie to their husbands. Parents lie to their children. Children lie to their parents. Bosses are lied to. Workers are lied to. We lie to our government. The government lies to us. And contractors lie. On, lie. All on, we can go. But there are basically four reasons why out of the mouth comes a lie. Number one, people lie to protect their interest. Number two, they lie to gain control over people around them right now particularly in the political arena. Number three, they lie to cover their sins. And number four, sometimes they prefer to tell a, a lie instead of the truth because it hurts someone. You don't want to tell the truth because you know it's going to hurt them, so we, we lie about it. Do we have a problem of lying? Yeah, we do. What are we going to do about it? Well, there's only one thing to do about it. There needs to be repentance. There needs to be repentance and a change of heart. Now, I've been talking about kind of on the surface of what my lying is. This morning we're going to deal a little deeper. And the second part of this sermon is we need to be honest with ourselves. Honest with ourselves. When you go a little bit deeper than just speaking out of the mouth, I want to deal with our living. Now, hear this statement, please. Let me explain it to you. Here's the statement I want to make. A person is not a liar because he tells lies. Register that. Here's the next part. They tell lies because they are a liar. Friend, we need an inward change. Let me explain a little more. Psalm 51 verse 6 says, Your desire is for what is true in the inner parts and the secrets of my soul. You will give me my knowledge of wisdom and the CE uh, the century version says, but you want complete honesty. He said, in the inner parts, Ephesians 6.14, be ready. Let the truth be like a belt around your waist and let God's justice protect you like armor. Now see, being a liar, we need to repent of that and change 
the heart. Here's another one. Jeremiah 17 verse 9. Hear it please. You people of Judah are so deceitful that you even fool yourselves and you can't change. Another translation says <coughs> the heart is deceitful above all things. But what's the Bible just telling me? What's the Bible just saying? Those things. Those verses. What the Bible is telling us is even my own heart lies to me sometimes. There's another statement. I'll explain a little bit more about what I just said. Here's another statement I want to make. The first and worst of all fraud is to lie to oneself. Let me read that again. The first and worst of all fraud is to lie to oneself. All sin is easy after that. Think about that. The first and the worst. To lie to yourself. And then sin is easy after that. So, I'm in a mess. You're in a mess. We're in a bad way. The Bible says we are all liars. Not just because we tell lies, but because it's in here. The heart needs to be converted. This is why. This is why Psalms 139, 23, and 24 is needed. David prayed this prayer. He said, Oh, God, let the secrets of my heart be uncovered, and let my wandering thoughts be tested. See if there be any way of sorrow in me and be my guide in the eternal way. We need to pray as David did. The heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So I need to be praying. You need to be praying. Oh God, open my eyes to my heart. God, I, I want to see my deceit. I want to see my lie. I want to see where I'm not living like I say I am. I want to see that and change that. Jesus said that when people get to believe that dishonesty is acceptable, you know, they have listened or played with Satan. <coughs> you say dishonesty is acceptable today. Anymore? Uh, I, 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 I have to listen, and I do listen. There are a lot of things that are said I want to believe or I don't want to believe. Uh, I, it's sad. My friend, that's, that's the world's standard. Your standard and my standard is God's standard, and that is no. We tell the truth. Jesus told one crowd of people in John 8, 44. Your father is the devil. And you do exactly what he wants. He's always been a murderer and a liar. There's nothing truthful about him. 
<coughs> he speaks on his own. And everything he says is a lie. Not only is he a liar himself, but he's also the father of all lies. The heart needs to be converted. There needs to be a come to Jesus meeting. There comes a time in our life, every one of us, we need to say, all right, God, I've been living a lie. I've been living deceitfully. I, I look, I appear to people as one thing, and I'm in something entirely different. If people really knew who I am, I know they wouldn't like me. That's a miserable place to live. Why not just be real? That's what we're dealing with this morning. Now, lying is one thing with the mouth, but lying with the lives, that's, that's being fake. You and me, we think we are, needs to be ground to powder at the foot of the cross where the Savior makes us whole again. Let's talk about some situations that we're tempted to tell a lie. Number one, peer pressure. We all feel that and we all know that. Dr. Dobson did a test. He took 10 teenagers. And uh, he said, now we're going to bring you into this room and we're going to see how you perceive things. And he said, well, we're going to bring you in this room and, and we're going to show you a card. And it's going to have three lines, uh, lines on it. Line A, B, and C. Now I want you, they were all instructed, I want you to vote on the longest line. You raise your hand when you see the longest line. Well, unbeknownst to one young man, the other nine were told to vote for a line that wasn't the longest. So here come this unsuspecting young man in there. They all sit down, and so they hold, held the first card up. And uh, the longest line is A, B, or C. And so the nine who were told not to vote are on the longest line voted on the shortest one. So the young guy didn't know anything about it, looked around him. He slowly raised his hand. He thought to himself, well, I must have misunderstood the, the, uh, the directions here, and instructions, and so and said, okay, I'm gonna bring up a second card. Now I want you all to vote on the longest line. So the nine of them voted against you know, on the shortest line. Again, he was, you can see he was getting visibly frustrated, but slowly he raised his hand. We're not the longest line. Peer pressure. Everybody else thinks this way, so should I. No. Being real. Revelation 21.8. Here is a verse we all know very well. Look at Revelation 21, verse 8. In, in the basic Bible English version, it says, But all those who are false will have their part in the sea of ever-burning fire, which is the second death. And the translation says, all liars. But the, this word describes it better. All those who are false Deceitful. 
living a lie, doing all the right things in presence of some people and doing just the opposite in the presence of other people. <coughs> I, I've, uh, we used to have young men in church here and his family are Christians and so they all came to church. And in that church he was always speaking good. He never used a curse word. He was never, uh, but man, when you with his school friends, he was cussing and using God's name in vain. Caught him one day. I've known of young ladies who are not allowed to wear their dresses above their knees. And we, they, we go to school, they go in the ladies' restroom, roll up their skirt, so it's up here. Living, you say, well, that's that's a stupid thing to do. But as adults, you know, we do stupid things too. We're not living. We're false. We're deceitful. Are your words what your heart feels? Are you honest with yourself, husbands? Are your eyes only for your wife? Wives, are you a helpmeet to your husband? Dads, moms, are you leading and teaching your, your blessing from God back to him? I don't know how Justin and Cindy are feeling this morning, but it's neat. I remember that happy feeling but you know also what also got me was wow I'm responsible for that child that soul it's my responsibility to teach that one that's my job to do are we doing that or are we just letting everybody else doing it and not spending time at it this morning, as I look at each one of you, is what I see the real you? As you look at me this morning, is are you looking at the real me? No, you're not. <laughs> and I don't wear these clothes normally. These, yeah. I'm not there yet, I still can wear a belt. Well, thank you, Eric. Eric, you destroyed my whole thing. Huh? All right. Hey, listen. There is a, a, a video, music video that I want to see right now. And it's called Hands. And we'll see if we can pull this off.
two hands doing the same thing. That's what we're dealing with here this morning. Saying I'm something, I'm living something else. Here's another thing that tempts us to be situations. You ever make any promises to God? Well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And that's what I promised to do. When am I doing it still? Numbers 32, 23. But if you don't keep your promise, you will sin against the Lord and be punished. And that translation says you will be found out and punished. Your sin will find you out. Not keeping promises is sin. I want to, I promise to. Friend, let me ask you today, where are you? Are you real? Are you trustworthy? Is what? I see today when you see yourself, uh, maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror and say, uh, is this real? Am I being true to what I say I am? Are you trustworthy? Maybe we need to have a come to Jesus meeting and just say, okay, God, it's done. I it wears me out trying to live two lives. I want to be this, and yet I'm this, this. I just want to be one person. At home, at work, at school, wherever I am. I want to be the same person. That's what we're driving at today. How are you living? Abraham Lincoln walked those miles to return four pennies. Now tell me, that's living it. What are we doing? Can you and I be caught being true and real? You know, we ought to, when your parents, we ought to ask your kids, are mom and dad real? You know what? They know you. Maybe we should ask husbands about your wives and wives about your husbands. Are they real? Friend today, <clears throat> I, want, I want us to be real people. Yes, lying is a simple thing. It's not, and God does consider that bad. There's nothing wrong, I mean nothing doubt about that. But I'm telling you, what is really the problem in my mind is my heart needs to be changed. Am I true? Am I true? Thank you for listening today. I pray these things to bless your heart. Greg, you've got a need today. You need to make a decision. Make that right now, right here. We can pray with you. We can... Uh, talk to you about things. That's what we're here for. Thank you for listening. And uh, pray this has been a blessing to you.